Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno and Nick. What it do? You're listening to the QTV podcast. I'm your host, Bruno. And with me, as always, is my childhood friend and co-host, Nick Billoney. Oh, am I a lunch meat now? <laughs> or a person named after? Love that a one. person named after. Yeah, they loved it. Very good delayed response from the audience. Clap now, <laughs> please. The, the studio lights are well, on. Yeah, the studio lights are on. We tried to get him. That's Harvey over there. RV from, you know, the guy from uh, Double Dare. We just hired him. Oh, yeah. We got Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Harvey was balding back in the 90s during the Double Dare era. I can only imagine what yeah. what he's looking like now. Mm-hmm. But he did those those advertisements just for the sketchers Nick. and all that right yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. and what was it was the sketchers was back was, was later after that's true reebok. yeah yeah reebok was like king yeah. back he's in giving the out day. the bonkers candy yes he was giving it which apparently i want to apologize to all of our <laughs> listeners out there who i promised and thought to myself there's no way bonkers candy still yeah. exist well it it's does there. nick sent me a thing and it's it's a real thing, and I can't believe that this is a real thing. Nick, we're on what episode sixty-three? Sixty-three. Woo, man! I'm telling you, man. Can you believe it's, it? It's I, wild, I wacky. Can't. Yeah. Well, along with along with candy news and news from the '80s regarding all your favorite Double Dare, um, you know, just feelings and game show thoughts and trivia we also provide gaming news right <laughs> well, you know when we get around to it bruno but yeah we do yeah. have some news to get into let's 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 dive right in a little bit later we're going to be talking about um kind of one of the i think one of the unfortunate uh, effects of this activision blizzard lawsuit which is that a lot of sponsors are pulling out of overwatch league bruno a lot of the big ones and we'll talk about kind of mm. what what i think what we think that means and of course what the news actually is what sponsors have very swiftly backed out um, following, of course, the uh, the sexual uh, harassment allegations, among other things that are named in that in that lawsuit. Um, and also, Bruno, Apex Legends is on track to make $2 billion in two years. Wow. Um, and we'll talk about kind of the bigger picture from their earnings call about how it looks like, you know, they're, they're, they're seeing the money. Uh, when it comes to live service games and what that what 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 insights we can kind of glean from that, because I think there is definitely Man. some uh, some things to be said about the the direction that a lot of just AAA publishers are going. Right. Um, but of course, yeah. Bruno, today's big story. And that comes from IGN about Niantic. So, of course, they are the makers of the very popular uh, AR game, Pokemon Go. Now, Bruno. Pokemon. Oh, man. You know, back in the, we, we said this before, but man, summer of 2016, there was there was nothing quite like it. And, you know, the, the big You're thing right. here is that, so Pokemon Go, um, you know, it, before the pandemic, there were a lot of uh, restrictions in place, but that those were the rules. That was what we were used to in terms of the how close you had to be to like a Pokestop, for example, in order to spend. You had to be pretty darn close. Um, and just yeah. interact with anything in the world. There weren't really a whole lot of online components 
Yeah, where if you wanted to catch a Pokemon, you had to go out and catch the Pokemon, Bruno. For most people, yeah. it wasn't going to be something you could just do from the comfort of your house. Or the toilet, which was very, yeah. very disappointing for me. It's exactly where I wanted to catch Pokemon, mm-hmm. was just right there, and figuring a Pidgey might just come swooping in, or even a Diglett in the That's toilet, but <laughs> nothing. I do, uh, nothing. That is not what you want to see. Oh, man. That's, I'm calling a plumber. I'm calling Mario. But yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, beat it, beat it with a hammer. Yeah, they, Diglett always look like that, like one of those little moles that pop up. You hit with a hammer, right? They pop right back in. They do. Yeah. They do. Get back <laughs> in there. I'm, I'm trying to win this stuff, Pikachu. But yeah, you know, uh, Pokemon Go. So here's what happens to kind of set this up, because there is some major fan backlash, Bruno, right now. And and what it stems from Uh-oh. is that when, when, the, when the pandemic started, right, a lot of these AR games like this and the Harry Potter game, among some others, both made by Niantic, they said, okay, well, everybody is stuck inside. We don't want to make a game that encourages players to, like, for raids, for example, raids randomly appear at yeah. Pokestops, at gyms, and you all have to physically travel to that location and work together as a team to take down the boss. Well, now you don't want that. You don't, I mean, you, in a lot of yeah. states, you couldn't do that. So they said, you know, we're going to completely change the rules of the game. And and what they did, Bruno, was they added in a lot of mechanics, a lot of which are still there to this day, where you can remotely join friends for raids, or if, there, if there's a raid that you can see, you can, you know, as long as you can see it or you know someone else that knows yeah. about it, you can work with them. Um, and you got to pay some premium currency to make it work, and that's how they make their money. Well, Bruno, the big change that we're getting some blowback on when, when the pandemic started, they drastically increased the range at which you could interact with Pokestops and gyms. And for people— So I could actually, theoretically actually catch, yes, catch Diglett correct. on the toilet. Yeah, you would have a larger catch yeah. range, a larger range, yeah. larger everything. You're able to do more from where you are. Um, and that was the whole point, was to let people play from home as much as, as, as possible, or at least in their immediate vicinity. So yeah. now— Bigger Diglett's in the toilet. Yeah, right, right, right. I remember, I remember like the first week of uh, Pokemon Go because you can turn on the AR camera when you're catching stuff. And of course, people were taking yeah. photos from their bathroom of like, oh, look at me. I'm catching a Rattata, Rattata you know, from my, yeah, <laughs> bravo. But yeah, so what they did was, Bruno, they just uh, recently rolled back those changes so that you no longer have that extended uh, distance when you're interacting with objects. And so a lot of players, yeah, a lot of players who have been supporting this game, you know, from day one, um, have really come together and there's been petitions and a lot of fan backlash about, you know, they feel like they're being gypped because honestly, we're still in the middle of of, of a pandemic more or less. And they don't want to be in a scenario where they have to go out and, and go outside to play Pokemon Go. I'm- How dare you make us go outside in the Antic? Yeah. Right? That's right. I don't want to go outside. If I don't want to go outside, I don't want to go outside. Well, I got to tell you, that really was a weird thing You to think back about. Well, first of all, to think back of this past year and how it, you know, it was a ghost town, right? Like in so many cities, just there was no one walking around. And, you know, a year or so before that, or well, several years before mm-hmm. that, I would say, Pokemon Go comes out and everyone's out walking around. People you never thought would be at the park are at the park. And you knew what they were doing because they were face down looking at their oh, phone. Yeah. You're Easy like, tells. Oh, yep, they are playing some playing some Pokemon over there. So uh yeah, this is a really this is a really 
weird thing to have to go through, right? I mean, I think we're all kind of in that position right now where <laughs> where <laughs> things are getting rolled back and we're not sure why yeah. things are getting rolled back because the numbers aren't there. And so right. <laughs> maybe it's happening in the video game world as well, right? Like Yeah. At what point do we say, yeah, let's go ahead and get back, you know, get back to the way it was before? Um, is it really necessary? I mean, this double the range, like from 80 meters to 40 meters. Right. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a significant jump, mm -hmm. right. With like having to move around. So, uh, I mean, it still encouraged you to kind of move around a little bit, but it gave you a little bit of wiggle room. Right. So I, I don't know. You know, I, I think it's, I, I say, move it back. What's your opinion, right? Do you are you like, eh? You know, like the, I mean, especially as somebody who spent yeah. so much time. What level did you end up getting to? On I there? got to the original level cap, which was level forty, and it was an absurd wow. amount of gameplay. I think they've since increased it to fifty, but I mean, I yeah, I I took one of the hardest and cleanest breaks I've ever had from a game with Pokemon Go when I'm just like, stop yeah, cold turkey. I mean, I, I, I uninstalled that game in 2018, I think. And I never once came back to it. Not even oh, slightly. I, I don't regret it at all. I enjoyed my time with the game. Um, it was very cool being a part of that, that wave and being, you know, seeing everything happening and just meeting people. And it was just, a, it was a very interesting time for gaming. Yeah. I think a, a new frontier was being explored and it was great to be a part of that. But you know, Bruno, my, my, my take on this is, yeah, we're still in a pandemic, you know, and, and it's, yeah. you know, you really can't be uh, too careful. And I, I really wonder what parts of this are cash grabs and what parts of this are them trying to say, oh, well, it's not as bad as it used to be. And I get it. I'm not going to get into an extended discussion about about, you know, the the ins and outs of, of, of coronavirus, because we, I think we're all we're all sick of hearing it. And at the end of the day. If it's not safe to be near a, a large group of people, it's not safe. Not to say that they can still choose to do so. You can still play Pokemon Go with that extended radius. Yeah. If you want to go places and you want to take walks, um, you still can. Um, and there are mechanics in the game that will still reward you for doing so. Um, the game is still very much centered around you being in, in motion. There's a fitness aspect to it. That being said, um, you know, I, I, I can see both perspectives, but I think it was too soon. I do think it needs to be rolled back eventually. But as of right now, you know, when you give players more and more and more and more, right, and they give them quality of life features, and yeah. then you just take them away all of a sudden without any communication and be like, yeah, we're, we're rolling it back to the way that it used to be. There's understandably a reason why people would be upset about that. And so that being said, oh, yeah. you know, they have, they have responded because there was such a massive fan backlash, um, especially on Twitter. I mean, a lot, it, was, it was trending there for a while. I saw Niantic trending. I knew exactly. I knew exactly what it was before <laughs> I clicked. I said, they're, they're in the doghouse. I didn't know why. I just knew they yeah. were. Um, but yeah, so they have said that they are basically forming a committee where they're going to reach out to community leaders in the Pokemon Go uh, community in order to kind of get their takes. And then they said they're going to come up with a... Uh, a response, a formal response to the player base by September 1st. I don't like the way they're doing it, Bruno, because I don't like the way they're doing it. Because no, no, look at, we don't, no, we don't like it. We don't like it. Okay. <laughs> we don't we'll, play the other one. That's right. Uh, we Come don't on, like audience. We don't read like the it. room. No, read the room. Yeah. Re Harvey, get on it. What are you doing? All I'm saying I told is, you, it's his first yeah. day. You can't get mad. At him. All I'm saying is, Bruno, is when when Xbox had the backlash for the the increase to the Game Pass price. 
look at how quickly that they a, a major corporation oh, yeah. was able to coalesce, get in the same room at the same time, say they are right, we hear them, and do the right thing um, it, it, so fast that people weren't expecting it. Instead, they're oh, yeah. saying, oh, we're going to form committees and we're going to talk to people and we're going to get you a response in one month. I don't like that, Bruno. Well, yeah, because it's, you know, whenever a committee is involved like that, Nick, that the it's <sighs> wording is never their friend, right? Like you can word things in a way that's like, would you rather have Pokemon reduced to 40 meters from 80 meters or be thrown to your death <laughs> from an airplane Pick one. into a volcano. Yeah. Those are your choices. Yeah. And it's like, well, I, there's nothing in between. No, no. one or the other. <laughs> like a, like a Sunday at, at, yeah. uh, at Baskin Robbins. The pilot's nope, waiting. You no. got to choose. Nope. This is, this is do <laughs> or die. Brenda. This is what you, I don't even care that you don't like Pokemon. <laughs> Pick one. These are the, these are the types of people that they get on the committees, yeah. and I don't, you know, I'm with you. I don't trust them. That's almost like your parent telling you, um, "We'll see, we'll mm -hmm. see," right? Which is like the blanket statement of like, "Ask me later. I don't feel like dealing with this yeah. now, or we're gonna let other people deal with mm -hmm. this." Uh, it, it, I don't think that the questions in the, that they ask in the questionnaire or whatever survey they end up doing are going to be fair in that response in terms of like, you know, are you worried about this or that, you know, it's going to be more directed towards, uh, COVID and less directed towards the quality of life improvements that you mentioned mm -hmm. that were, you know, instilled into the game for the last year that you're now all of a sudden just pulling away. Yeah. So, yeah, not cool in that respect. But, I mean, that's the them's the breaks. That's video games. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. That's They do what they want. Yep. And you're lucky the servers are still online, people. Yep. You can spread that on a cracker, Bruno. Oh, hey. my goodness. Wait a second. Oh. You know what? That's right, our community poll. So, of course, we did put out that community poll. And I've been telling people, you know, this is... Yeah, there should be a, a sound effect like that, Bruno, because this is extremely breaking news. Because, listen, yes. the people that voted, you know, years from now, you're going to look back at me, at me dropping that catchphrase, and you're going to mm -hmm. say, I was there. I voted for that. Yep. I'm the reason. I was there. I made Nick yep. who he is today. Because our, yep. our QTB community poll, we put it out there. We said, you got to pick my new catchphrase. And the winning catchphrase is spread that on a cracker. So I'm, I yeah. love yeah. it. Love it. I, I think the audience, audience, what do you think? Let's get a, there they, they go. Like it. Harvey, thank you so much for Thanks, including Harvey. that. We really do appreciate it. And even the kids, the kids are into yeah. that too. Wow. Spread that on a cracker. Well, man, Nick, that is just that them, them some news. I think we have some more news. Give it to him. Nick. Well, of course, Bruno. And talking about Pokemon go, you better Pokemon go to PierceUnlimited.com because they are our sponsor for marketing media that works and bespoke design to power your business. Visit PierceUnlimited.com. And that's what I got I for it. him, Bruno. Well, of course. That was awesome. Thank you so much. We have an, a story <laughs> so here. Regal. And this this is this is a bummer, man. You know, I, I keep I keep seeing Overwatch League fall from grace more and more. And I, oh, I just boy. I the more that I've seen, the more that I Honestly and sincerely think they're not going to be able to pull it back from the brink. I, th I think they're in, in critical condition right now. And that is 
this story from the Washington Post that some major sponsors have pulled away from Overwatch League following the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. Mm. Yeah, uh, again, this article compliments of the Washington Post. So, of course, like we said before, we're not going to go into extremely detailed depth on the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. It's reprehensible. Um, and, and the more information that's coming out, the worse it is. It's looking for this company. Um, and, you know, but the, the thing is, though, Bruno, that Activision Blizzard is a massive corporation. And there's so many. Yeah. And what, 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 what's really unfortunate is that for every one person at the top that is setting this bad example and, and was committing these terrible practices, that you have all these people below them um, that maybe don't even answer that person that are being affected. And I think one of the the biggest innocent bystanders in all of this, as far as I know, is Overwatch League. Now, they're of course, mm-hmm. they're a part of Blizzard, um, and they have really been having a tough run of things, I think, lately, um, especially because of COVID and the timing of it when they were trying to roll out all those stadiums. A lot of stuff got paused. Yeah. A lot of teams had to had to move completely and like have their rosters yeah, decimated. True. Like I said, the Philadelphia Fusion oh, yeah. now is playing out of Korea, which has just killed my interest in having a local franchise team. Well, and Shanghai Dragons went from, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely last on the roster to having some of the best people on in the Cinderella league. Story, and there's Bruno. so many, you know, yeah, there's so many flops, right? From from here and there that it's almost um it's almost impossible to keep up yeah. with. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm absolutely devastated by this news. I'm going to be honest with you because I have been rooting for Overwatch League. Haven't been watching yeah. it as much as I should be uh, because I just don't have the time. But you know, I wanted to see it do well. I want to see them get back to their original vision of having those esports arenas that are located in cities and having those home and away games. And it just seems like that that ship is just sailing further and further away, and it's about to just sail into a rock. You know. Um, and there's nothing you can do to it's stop it. It's very possible. Right. So it's very possible. Yeah, this this news basically discussing how a, a large portion of their sponsors have completely dropped Overwatch League. And these are big names. We're talking about Coca-Cola, um, T-Mobile, um, as well as a, a number of other uh, uh, sponsors, major sponsors, that they're just gone. I mean, and they, they vanished practically overnight, Bruno, where a lot mm-hmm. of those you know, recognizable brand deals like having the Coca-Cola glasses in front of you. Um, and T-Mobile was a big sponsor. They were doing a lot for Overwatch League. Um, I remember getting a lot of uh, uh, coupons as, as a T-Mobile um, subscriber um, for for their Overwatch League shop. You know, they, they were very much hand in hand. So for them to lose this kind of advertising revenue, which is the bread and butter of, of how, uh, you know, things like this operate, you know, merchandise sales only get you so far. You, you need those big hitting ads to be playing in order to, fund what you want to see happen, right? Um, I, I really can't help but think that this is the beginning of the end for Overwatch League. What's your take? I think that it, I don't know that this was the beginning of the end. I think the beginning of the end was definitely COVID. If we don't need to be in the same place to uh, to work together, mm-hmm. then we don't need to be in the same place to necessarily enjoy uh, esports or any of that. I think that... We've seen a lot from esports throughout throughout the pandemic that have really shown through, which are things like the racing leagues. Yes. Yeah. 
And those have really gained popularity. And there are so many people racing from home and, and influencers and whatnot that are getting into the mix and it's much easier. So, you know, I had high hopes for Overwatch League, just like everyone else when it was first released. But the disappointing thing to me was how it quickly fell into the same category that Halo was in. It started off very serious and like it was going to be the future of esports. And then they started just jumping ship with these contracts, jumping from, from team to team to team instead of really getting in there and saying, this is what we need or this is what needs to you know change. Let's, let's work on this. And it, it went down that same path where I started to lose interest when there started to be too many team changes. Yeah. When I can't follow the same people and and they're they're jumping ship mid mid season, that's not right. Like you know, I, I I don't appreciate that. I don't think any fan really appreciates that. It doesn't really happen in you know traditional sports. I'll mm -hmm. say. Right. Like you don't see people like, you know, entire rosters changing in the middle of a year because they've signed longer contracts. And maybe that's the problem with uh, esports in general. Sure. But until you get a handle on that, until you can start making it so that people can follow pros and follow them in a way that is similar to what the way we follow sports now, then it's not going to, it's just not going to sink in. Right. right? Like it's, it's, it's going to constantly be, who's this team? Well, this team is that team, but they used to be this team, yep. right? Like, you know, you've got a lot of that with, with video games in terms of like, you know, this team used to produce that in terms of apex legends. And, uh, you know, that they're the first one that comes back. Cause we just talked yep. about that, but they used to be, they produced, that was the original infinity ward team. Right. Right. So the Infinity War team is really, you know, the Apex Legends team. And, and then another team came up and and became so, yeah, you know, when when all these changes get get made, it's like the what is it? The ship of thesis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Theseus or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where the, the, part, the parts um, are changed out. And then yeah, at what point is, is it, it no longer even his, the uh, same? Ship? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. As as things move along, you change so much. At what point is it still what you initially set out to do? Right. And I think that that's the problem with with um, with Overwatch League. And I think that you know, going back to these big advertisers pulling out. I think they were ready to pull out mm. before this. This was just an excuse. Right. This was just like, here's a clean sever of this. You know, I, I don't think you're going to be able to come back from this. You know, we weren't seeing really great numbers to begin with from the second half of our yeah. sponsorship with you. So let's go ahead and just, you know, break the ties right. here, you know? Um, and so I, like I said, I don't think that this was a result. I think that this was just uh kind of like the final straw, so mm -hmm. to speak. And they just kind of just made a clean yeah. break. So, and it's been a domino effect. So um, another recent update uh, that happened a little bit later uh, in the day today is uh, Kellogg's also backed out. So Cheez-Its and Pringles, um, were two products they were advertising. So I mean, not, Pringles, not the Nick. Pringles of all things. Not Pringles. Yeah, you know, Pringles sponsors. <laughs> Pringles sponsors Rick and Morty. Okay. okay. I mean, there you go. Like they do it all. But, yeah. Like yeah, they do it all. So if you if Pringles pulls out of your sponsorship, something you blew it. 
You blew it. <laughs> you blew they're it. The la- they're the last to go. Pringles is the always there for you. Go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pringles, we're still here. Um, <laughs> it's just like it's like eight consecutive Pringles ads. Um, they're going to get all the advertising time. But all yeah, Bruno, um, you know, and I think, and let's not forget that Jeff Kaplan uh, jumped ship recently, right, as well. Yeah. And that's another big shakeup where, while he wasn't directly overseeing Overwatch League, um, you know, his vision was very much important and a critical part of it because um, his design choices and his core philosophies create these players, right? There was the, there was yeah. the outrage earlier about mm-hmm. how Overwatch 2 is planning to scale back to only having one tank instead of two, effectively taking all these pro players that have been focusing on tank play um, yeah. and saying, yeah, there's a 50-50 shot that your team's going to cut you whenever we decide to launch Overwatch 2. There's a lot, there's been a lot of missteps, and I think a pandemic uh, of all the things was the perfect chance to showcase how esports can be something that people can coalesce around and get excited for. Um, yeah. While e- even though the, the parts about it that I enjoyed the most were the live action and being able to be in an arena and seeing these people play, um, I can still see how there, there should have been some kind of opportunity. And what I very, yeah. very distinctly remember, oh, Bruno, definitely, I, they scrambled to get yeah. the to get everything set up so that they could have um, the games be played remotely. And you would think that for such a massive esports league with all that money and talent behind it, that they could put on a good stream. But there were a lot of stream issues. The game didn't look good. I the very first episode that I watched of the Philadelphia Fusion. It was almost unwatchable to the point that I said, you know what, if this is what it's going to look like um, and this is what the production value is going to be for Overwatch League, I don't think I'm going to be spending my very limited time um, really tuning into it. So, yeah, no, I don't blame you. I I mean, that's a sad that's a sad state of affairs, too, because if Mm -hmm. you know, if you look at the if you look at other sports, right, that's that had to make a wave and and had to keep playing in, in, in the same conditions, you'd think that. This would this would be your opportunity, right? This is your oppor- This is your one chance to shine right. and say, step up to the plate and hit, uh, you know, a grand slam. The bases are loaded and you're ready to go. Yeah, you know, to to show people what can be done. And like I said, I think that certain esports shine, but to have something as big as Overwatch League and and how great of a you know this grandstand it really was. For them to just, you know, kind of botch it, it, it's almost unacceptable. Right. Right. Like, it's like you're a video. This is what you do. This is what you do. Like, I expect this from my communication teacher that that we had that couldn't run a VH, VHS. You know who I'm <laughs> talking about, Nick. I'm not going to say her name. Yeah. Right here, but she couldn't, she couldn't run a VHS player. It's like, High tech. what? This is this is the communication department, ma'am. <laughs> we have a whole <laughs> what? But yeah, I, I think I think that you're onto something there. That this was kind of a a catalyst where they could say, okay, here's our here's our off ramp, right? This is where we can safely yep. back out, um, and for it to be. And if anything, they they're looking at it and saying, oh, we'll be hailed as 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 you know, we'll get positive press because we're yeah. backing away. From yeah. and that's important. That that's very much a part of yeah, exactly yeah, today's culture. Where if if that news breaks, you know, for a major corporation, you know, it, the the speed at which you distance yourself or don't distance yourself, yeah. um, you know, people don't overlook that anymore like they used yeah. to. They see it, and and I mean, you know, Twitter will come for you next, and rightfully yeah, except so. Chick Fil A because that's the yeah. Lord's chicken, Nick. Well, and yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the sauces, the sauce of the boss. That's what that's all I'll say. 
I got, I got, I got uh, entire containers of Chick Fil A sauce here in the that, house. So, that, yeah. and I, that's unfortunate that that wasn't your, um, your catchphrase. The sauce is the boss. Sauce but. is the boss. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the trademarked. Um, I forget who. Uh, Arby's. Uh, no, a uh, Sweet Baby Ray's. I think. Is it? I think it is. I forget. But some there's some sauce company that that's what they say. Anyway. Eh. Well, Kodak, yeah. See what develops. See what develops. Taco Bell, make a run for the border. <laughs> Oh my god. Budweiser's the king of the beers. It's the king of the beers. We're literally just naming Wesley Willis uh, references. If you don't know who that is, uh, just Google Rock and Roll McDonald's on your local YouTube and uh, you're going to have a great time. Anyway, yep. so Bruno, yep. we've got another story to get to, so let's just let's just dive right in. Um, you know, Apex Legends. So uh, this this game has come up in the news quite a bit, especially with a lot of the news covers that we provided for Titanfall. Um, and kind of the controversy behind that of a lack of a Titanfall 3, and of course the the server issues that have been plaguing uh, Titanfall 1 and 2. And yes, you know, which, by the way, to yeah. catch you up, if you're expecting Titanfall 3, don't. It's not. It's, it's not, not going to happen. It's not like, happen. It's, you've got no shot. And this nope. exact this right here it explains exactly why. And that is that on uh, EA's uh, recent uh, sales call, or their their earnings call, they uh, announced that they are projecting. That Apex Legends will make two billion with a B, Bruno, wow. two billion dollars in two years. This article compliments of IGN, and I mean, you know, it's it's crazy because that number is absolutely ham. Like, yeah. especially for a game that is relatively young. I mean, Apex Legends has been has been around for a little while now, but it's not like Fortnite. Like, it's had to establish its foothold in the battle hey, well, royale yeah, game I as mean, a service space. Even- yeah. It's not even like uh, Warzone, right? Where right. Warzone's got Call of Duty to back it up. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 hinging on the very very loose association with Titanfall. Yeah. Which at this point, I really could argue that it is nothing like Titanfall in the slightest. And I, it's it's you know I don't know. It's yeah. it's no different than Super Mario One is to Super Mario Two, right? Like. <laughs> Right. That's exactly the the well, except for you say Super Mario Two is bad, and okay. Look, you know, I put out the TikTok, and I, I did. Ma- I, I made some enemies. Okay, I, I made some enemies. Made some enemies. I said yep. what I said. Gotta, and I'm not going to well, back you gotta down. Make waves. You got to make waves yeah. in the in the TikTok, or else you know. You gotta be you gotta be split into two camps or three <laughs> camps in this in this yeah. case. You're probably either Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, or Fortnite, right? Right. Yeah, I mean it, it's tough to keep up with more than one battle royale, especially yeah. with all these battle passes. Like you once you, once you've bought that battle pass, you're committed. Like you're like, yeah, okay, this is what I'm gonna be it. playing for the foreseeable future. I mean, I do like the like the uh, battle passes like Fortnite now can make it a little more of an express lane where it's like, okay, well, I want this, 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 and that, you know, as I'm going down the battle pass instead of having to go sequentially through every level. I I, I love that aspect of it. But, Bruno, this is insane. So right now, EA is projecting, we're actually reporting, that they are making uh, $4.5 billion just last year alone only on their live service games. So that's going to include their sports titles, right? That's going to include Apex Legends are probably the two big, the biggest uh, aspects of their live service model. So if if there's any, any doubt as to what direction EA is heading in, Look no further. The money is going to do way more than talk. I know we get frustrated as gamers sometimes because we want those single-player experiences. We want IPs that we know and love to continue to get iterations. 
But when with dollars to donuts, when these corporations look at what they're going to get, you know, per per hour of work uh, for their very limited staff, yeah. um, you know, they're they're going to look at Apex and say, my goodness, why wouldn't we continue to foster not only this, but our entire games as a service aspect. So I think it's it's very, very much a strong, strong indicator that live service games are going to continue to be the bread and butter of these oh, yeah. AAA corporations. I oh, just yeah, don't 100%. see us ever going back to nope, only never. working on, you know, these massive Dragon Age style titles, you know, Mass Effect style titles where, nope. you know, they they make a game, they crunch a game out in three or four years and and then don't make any money besides maybe one or two DLCs, right? I mean, it's, it's not, you know, it's definitely not a, a good business strategy, right? And that's what's really fueling these decisions is the ability to to make a return on the investment of what is the video game. And I, I, you know, my thought is my first thought when looking at this is there's no excuse now for any of these games, whether it's call of duty. I mean, we've already seen it from call of duty and Fortnite. There's no excuse now from apex legends to not dip their toe into the licensing um, game, right? Like, I think these companies are starting to realize how impactful and how much money gaming is making. And Nick, I'm going to make you, this is another Bruno Stradamus prediction Okay. because if it's not happened already, it will happen. And I'm going to say within the next five years or so, you're going to see it. But gaming, gaming is going to be, is going to surpass everything in terms of of the revenue that it's bringing in. I mean, it's 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 going to be more revenue than movies. It's going to be more revenue than what Netflix and Hulu have combined, mind you, not okay. one single entity entity, yeah, 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 yeah. but gaming in general is going to be the number one way to make money. Um, in terms of entertainment value, because yeah. it really is like the amount of production that you have to do is is mainly upkeep towards once the game has finished, yeah. right? Like it's it's up it's upkeep, it's continued um, stability um, and improvements in that in that respect, and so that's why I mentioned something like licensing. Like if you've got 4.5 billion dollars, you know, in in cash and you're making half of that from a single game. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> numbers to go ahead and say, yeah, let's let's grab some IPs that are out there. Let's grab something from from Disney or or Marvel or DC or whatever and let people run around as their favorite characters in every game that exists. Why make these terrible games out there? And I and I'll, mm-hmm. and I'll put the side of of something you know in terms of like Batman, Arkham, Arkham Asylum, or um, Arkham City, even yeah. and uh, obviously Spider Man, the new Spider Man Miles Morales game. Um, you know, those were great iterations, but we also look back to yesteryear, Nick of Superman 64. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> wow. One of the worst games ever. You are pulling that one out of the created, trash right? can. Oh my yeah. goodness. That was bad. Traditionally speaking, yeah. traditionally speaking, superhero games don't have a really strong presence. And, you know, you can look at Avengers if you want to. Mm-hmm. Look at that in comparison to to Fortnite, right? Fortnite yeah. is, whether you love it or hate it, is bringing in the cash and you can be the Avengers in Fortnite, right? You can right. just go in there and, you know, run around as Thor. So I know that, you know, there's a lot of people that want to see, you know, um, uh, something like Titanfall 3 or Continued. But really what you should be clamoring for is licensing deals with Apex Legends because it's not going anywhere. No. Like, add them, ask them to add Titans to Apex Legends, and maybe that's something they're looking at. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, and and I think that's a good, it's a good thing for gaming that these types of battle pass style revenue, you know, catchers, yeah. right? Like they're doing what what needs to be done. They're bringing in constant revenue, whether you like it or not. You know, these these companies need that. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, we, you know, that's that's I think part of the reason why where we've been playing Apex Legends for several years and Pokemon Go for several years, right? <laughs> All these games, like, yeah. you know, back in the day, if servers were based around games like in 64 or something, we they'd be done. Yeah. They'd be done, right? Like, you'd be like, oh, well, we're moving on to the next thing because uh, GameCube is out now. Right. And, oh, okay, well, GameCube's dead now and we're moving on to the Wii. Um, you know, or the DS or whatever it was at the time. Right. So there's, there's a finite amount of, uh, time that games have, unless they have continuous revenue. And obviously it's something that is making the big bucks because, uh, unheard of (laughs) EA says $2 billion in two years. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they're expecting uh, it to grow by a billion dollars per year uh, going forward. Like that's, that's how much momentum they have behind it right now, Bruno. And, and there's not a, there's not an overwatch or, or an apex legend league behind it. No, right? they don't need like an esports, right? Yeah. I mean, the streamer presence alone has has done more than sustain them. I mean, yeah. Apex has always been at the top of the charts for Twitch and will probably yep. continue to be for for the, a long time. And that's how it time. started. Remember when yeah. we talked about that about yep. about Ninja coming on board and saying, you know, them using influencer marketing and it has remained on top for that. It goes to show that you don't necessarily need esports um, you know, to have a successful game. You can have a successful game and make, you know, an esport out of that, yeah. which is, but it's not, it's not, you know, contingent on having a good game, right? Like, you know, the main thing is having a fun game to play. That's not toxic. And that's why we're seeing this, this downfall with, um, with, uh, overwatch league. And we're seeing games like apex legends, um, just thrive and boom, we linked it all together. I just <laughs> think just that a is serious. Serious win. There you there. go. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, you you win some bonkers candy. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. Hey, listen, bonkers. I've if you're looking for a sponsor, hey, it's, we're it, here. It, you never thought it, that someone would reach out to you, but we're here for you. If we're you, here. If, yeah. 
We'll give yep. out bonkers candy. We'll sell yep. that. We'll sell that candy. Oh my gosh, I'll give it out. <laughs> I, it'd be, I won't give it out. My wife will give it out. Because yeah. if, if I give out candy, they will call the cops and they'll say there's a bearded man in the park giving away candy. Yeah. Bonkers candy, I'll be. I've never <laughs> heard of it. Candy. Never heard of it. Have you heard of it? No. no. What you have? You have oh. double double dare, you say. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a double dare. Yeah. <laughs> there's a double dare? What? And yeah. they gave away candy? Yeah. No. They're pretty much no. everybody. Cheapskates. They did? There it is. <laughs> get them. Oh, get man. I tell you. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> go get the candy kids in the, in the slime bucket. But yeah, you know, I, you're right, Bruno, <laughs> is that. And one of the biggest things about Apex Legends is that it was a successful game from day one. And I literally yeah. mean day one. Yeah. I mean, uh, let, let's go back. Remember all the way back to the beginning when they first announced the game. They're like, hey, it's Apex Legends. And by the way, go play it now. It's yes. it's, it's perfect. Out. And perfect. so you download it. And yep. I remember us doing it. And the game was in great shape. I mean, yep. it was it was very little uh, issue on the server side. They handled a lot of the initial demand for the game yeah. um, very well. And so they they just kept that momentum. It's clear they had a very, very strong marketing game plan from the start. And so, yeah, kudos to them. I think it's, I think it's very much earned success. Um, and I, I do hope to see more. Um, from them, and of course we will, because it's you know when you when you when you're when you're dealing in billions, uh, <laughs> yeah, things tend not going to happen. Anywhere. Yeah, not going so anywhere. oh my goodness. Well, Bruno, as always, we want to say thank you to our Patreon supporters like Nick Nick, Epic Capture Productions, The Dudist Monk, and Indie Gamiacs. If you would like a shout out each and every episode, our tiers start as low as two dollars a month, and of course they're going to give you access to our uh, Nostalgia Vault, where this month we're talking about our favorite Nintendo 64 games. And if you join our tier, you can act, uh, the $5 tier or higher, you can actually join in on that conversation. Tell us your favorite games from the Nintendo 64 era, and we'll make sure to talk about them on the podcast. Yeah, so make sure to make that happen. Again, thanks so much uh, that uh, for your support. That's at patreon.com slash build. Bruno, tell the people about the website. Oh, man, <laughs> uh, we have a website. So okay, that's all folks. That's that's all. We got a website. No, it's quitthebuild.com. I'm gonna say it again. Quitthebuild.com. All you have to do is search quit the build and it will pop up. We promise you. Yeah. And we've got an awesome, awesome website there. We have an amazing blog section. Brad just put out a brand new article. I love five ways to stay healthy as an avid gamer. Mm. And I just want to tell everyone out there, posture check. Because that is a big one for us gamers, and I've been going to the chiropractor lately, and so I have number five on this list is practice good posture. Yeah. And it's definitely something that uh, has helped me at least not make as as many old man noises in the morning. So <laughs> okay. yeah. we've got those life tips for you over there, and we've got an awesome community page. You can go to quitthebuild.com slash community and you can find where we're at all over the web. So we've got TikTok. We've got YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And guess what? Yes, Terry Ugh. is on the Discord. He's still on there. He's supposed to check him out. Yeah. He is. Oh, yeah. yeah nice. Mm -hmm. And we've got Squag. We've got official Squag. That's Squad Swag. Ah. On the website, you can go on there and get some amazing T-shirts. All support goes directly to us we do appreciate it you guys have been amazing you can catch us uh wherever podcasts are heard every wednesday and friday just search quit the build and you'll find us until next time 
For Nick, I'm Bruno. And for Bruno, I'm Nick. Peace out. What it do.